Tonight's broadcast of the Masculine Feminist has been commandeered by the secret society No Man, National Organization of Men Against Amazonian Masterhood. I would reveal my true identity, but for political reasons, I cannot. But do not take me lightly. I once scored four touchdowns in a single game for Pokemon. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and Ron. Yes, you listen to Synchronon. The Sick and Ron, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Ron, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, E. Simon. And I am Harrison. Harrison, did you get a haircut tonight? I did. That's nice. Where'd you go? Supercuts? Rudy's Barbershop. Rudy's Barbershop. Yeah. That's kind of like, that's a step up from Supercuts, but not quite a salon. Yeah, it's not a salon. It's like a hipster barber or yeah, something. Yeah, a hipster barber. Yeah. Did you get a, a, a female or a male barber? I got a female this Did time. You, so do I you used to have a guy. I used to have a regular guy, but he left, so now I just go to whatever or rando. you just go whoever can yeah. do it. Do you mm-hmm. have to tell them what to do? Yes. See, that's the part that I hate. I hate it. Because I, I don't it. know how to describe it well. And it's like, sometimes they'll do it, and sometimes it's too short, and sometimes, you know, it's a little too short today. You know? <laughs> but do you say anything? You're like, oh, man, you're ruining my hair. No, because what good is that going to do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I go to uh, one of Ryan Keeley's friends, yeah. and it is a little more expensive. Not even It's like $10 more than Rudy's, mm. but I've been going to her for a few months now. Don't, I just go in there, she just does it, and I mm. leave. Yep. And you should go to her. It is a little more expensive, though. It's like $10 more than Rudy's, okay. which Rudy's is kind of expensive. Yeah, Rudy's yeah. is $37. Anyway, you probably didn't see the guy I saw at Jersey Mike's today at Rudy's. Okay. And if you did, you probably would have wanted a photo opportunity, much like I did, and it didn't work out for me. So today, I was at a... What did you see? The, the Gritty, the Philadelphia mascot or something? What did you... <laughs> Who's the Philadelphia you... mascot? Gritty! What, what does Gritty it's a whole look meme. like? That he, baseball guy? He's a crazy-looking uh, meme guy, yeah. He's a hmm. crazy mascot. He looks insane. He looks like a monster. I'm going to have to look this guy up. And then everybody's making memes about it. It's a whole thing. What? Yeah. I don't think I know about this guy. How do you guy? not know about this? It's Gritty. Crazy. Yeah. I have to check All this right. out. Is it a baseball thing? It's some sport. Oh, it's a That's how much event. I know about sports. It's a, it's a team. <laughs> He's the mascot of a sports team. Don't ask me what sport. Which squadron? Oh, the um, uh, 58th uh, Fighting Battalion oh, Company. Oh, nice. I like them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite squadrons. Yeah, the, 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 um, the bases. The bases. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, they the, play the... the um, yeah. yeah. The Robins. They right. play the Robins sometimes. Um. Yeah, I don't know about those kind of sports. Mm. But so today I was at Jersey Mike's, which is the place I seldom go to. I don't know why I was there. It's, it's terrible. Well, it's real I, bad. I usually, you know, yeah. I, I typically don't really, I usually bring my own lunch because mm. I just don't really care about eating lunch or I'll get a Taco Bell or something. But today, um, one of my coworkers is like, you want to grab, grab lunch? And I was like, all right. He goes, I got a coupon. And I'm like, all right, we can't mm. turn that down for where? And he's like, Jersey Mike's. I'm like, I guess I'll try it. Mm. So I went to Jersey Mike's. We're standing in line. This guy in front of me who looked remarkably like John Steele. Mm. I was looking at this guy. He's big and bald. He had a goatee. He was wearing sunglasses on. And so I'm like standing there. He turned around and he had a shirt that said hashtag 
him too, in all caps, no man is safe. (laughs) (laughs) What does that even mean? I don't know. Well, I was like looking at this trend, like confused, but then I also didn't want to like look like I was staring at the guy because he probably could have hurt me. And then also, who knows? I mean, I don't know if he's like crazy. Maybe John Steele is one of the boys from Brazil or something. You know, I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, you know, I wondered if John Steele has a shirt like this. Him too. He mm. probably would wear it. Yeah, I almost want to buy it for him. But I was very curious about the shirt because I kind of I was. I, I, I don't know. Is it rude to be like, "Hey, where'd you get that shirt?" No. You don't think so? No. I didn't. I don't know. I but, don't like talking to strangers that yeah, much. Yeah, but whatever conversation you have with him, it's going to be annoying or upsetting. Or to him gonna, or to me? Either or both. You know? Maybe he looked like he, he was down to business. Like he was intently yeah. looking at the Jersey Mike's guy and was just like, "No, too much oil, a mm. little bit." No, I said no onions, and the guy's picking off the onions. Yeah, and so I didn't want to be like, "Excuse me, sir, did you buy that shirt at J.C. Penney's?" Mm. Yeah, I didn't know what to say to him, so I was just like, I was wondering. And then I was thinking, "All right, well, I'm going to do one of these. I'm going to walk around and get like a selfie of myself with the shirt in the background." Yeah. And that never works out. No, it doesn't. I don't know. I, I should have just, I, I think I missed the opportunity. I should have just asked him if I could pose next to him with a shirt. Yeah. But then I thought that was kind of weird. I mean, a girl could probably do that, but then I, I don't know if that guy would want to pose next to a girl. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. But him too. Yeah. I looked it up. Do you know what that means? Do you know what it's from or the, the I reference? I guess. You know? <laughs> well, it's actually a Kavanaugh thing. Yeah. The, yeah. That's why, I didn't that's why they're was, saying no man is safe. Why do you think they're saying that? I thought what it was like. What do you think like, that would mean? I thought it was a MIGTO thing. Okay. Like an MRA MIGTO yeah. thing. Okay. Which is what we're about to get into. But I thought it was like, wow, that guy. Because I just because right. we're planning on talking about MIGTOs. Right. And I saw this and I'm like, this guy must be a MIGTO, mm. a man going his own way, mm. because he's saying no man is safe. But then. I don't know. I just didn't put two in. I guess I forgot. already forgot about Kavanaugh, much like the rest of the world. Sure. Because news cycles only last, what, four days? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. I know that, that's what's funny. It's like Trump is talking about the midterms. He's like, well, you know, all the shootings and the bombing kind of like stopped the Republicans' momentum. But it's like, you know, seriously, by Tuesday, everyone's going to forget about that. You, you won't forget about him when the Supreme Court outlaws Tribal tattoos or something <laughs> that affects you. I don't know. Whatever they'll Abortion. do. Abortion. Yeah. That's the first thing that's going to go. Mm. Next thing you know, tribal tattoos gone. Yep. Then what am I, I going to do? Yeah. I don't know. I'll be wearing a shirt. Him too. No man is safe. Yeah. So but it's what, like, is no man safe? Well, you I know? Was, do you think Kavanaugh is like happy that he inspired that? I think we're pretty safe. Um, I don't know. I mean, Kavanaugh is a, cre- you know. He's creepy. He's a rapey 80s guy, right? <laughs> he can only be, I mean, I'm sure he's not now because he's older, but, you know, I'm sure that's all he can be. That's he, all he's ever known. He's so, that fat kid from Pee Wee Herman growing you know, up. Well, he's the sure. scorpion and you're the frog giving the scorpion a ride across the river. <laughs> but yeah, the him too shirt. And then yeah. I was thinking, man, that's such a great idea. I wish I would have thought of that idea. Yeah. I would have made a him too shirt. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to look online and see if I can find one because that is an amazing Hanukkah gift for people. <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to get one for just my brother, yeah. my sister. It's like, here, everybody, my boss. <laughs> Actually, no secret Santa. That would be funny. Yes. I'm going to him too. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it's, this kind of leads into our next topic. We're talking about that MIGTOs. 
Um, also wanted to bring up another thing associated with him too and MGTOWs. Did you know that it's No Nut November? I didn't. You mentioned that to me the other... So it's like, what is that? You just used your chaste the whole month? Your celibate? You yeah, you refrain from masturbating for a month. Okay. It's so wait, formerly, we're supposed to we're supposed to grow a mustache and write a novel and not come the whole fucking month because it's NaNoWriMo, it's National Novel Writing Month. It's Movember where you grow a mustache, and, it and apparently it's, it's, no, it's no, not, not November. November. And what other things are there? There's probably like four other things. Where, I hate the internet. Yeah, where do these things come from? It's a big social meme kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really it's do like, hate let's it. talk like a pirate day. Let's kill ourselves. You I, know? I just hate it. Yeah. I don't understand who, like, I don't know anyone that participates in this. Actually, I'm glad I don't know anyone that participates in No Nut November because I don't want to know that. Right. It's a little too much information for me to know about somebody. Um, but it used to be called No Fat November. And right. it's a month where, uh, yeah, men and women vowed not to masturbate for 30 days. Prove you're master of your domain. Yeah, apparently, uh, participants are allowed three strikes, and sex with a partner is okay. So if you have a partner, it's like, fuck you, I can go have sex as much as I want. Yeah. But uh, if you don't have a partner, like right now, you would not be allowed to masturbate. Or then Kavanaugh would come to your house. Oh, wait, house. you're allowed to have sex with your partner, you're just not allowed to masturbate. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What's dumb? Kavanaugh will yeah. <laughs> cut your dick off. <laughs> <laughs> the big difference uh, between uh, No Nut November mm. and New Life November. What if he would put it in his calendar? Have you heard about cut that? Cut Harrison's dick off in his <laughs> calendar. <laughs> go find Squee. Yeah, go yeah. to Harrison's house and uh, yeah. cut off his manhood. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's on Thursday. Uh, new, no Nut November is actually competing with New Life November, which is a 30-day rebooting sponsored by NoFap.com. Oh. This is so confusing. Wait, what's New Life? What is that, though? So, you know, I, it's, a, it's an organization. Well, NoFap.com is an organization that claims right. to be a comprehensive sexual health platform empowering right. people to express their sexuality. Right. And... Uh, what new life is supposed to do is to celebrate the new powers you gain from not masturbating. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I get that. No fap is yeah. kind of more of like an actually it's an organization mm. that's really wants to promote sexual well awareness and uh, and sexual health. And no nut November is kind of like a meme thing that you find out on the internet. I see. You know, it's it's basically kind of the same thing except. NoFap.com is a bit misleading. Have you ever done that? Have you ever gone a month without masking? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> well, not yeah. like willingly. Yeah, I did. did I, you I went did. a whole month without masking. I went. I think I went two months. Why? Um, I don't know. I I wanted to shake things up. Were you going your own way? I wasn't going my own way. <laughs> um, I just wanted to. Sometimes I get this idea that you like can go your own way. Semen is is chi, and your life force, and your actually losing your life force when you've been hanging out with hung young terrorists too much maybe um, it is cheese so what you're like i will not spill my man seed yes so did you have how many nocturnal emissions force. did you have i didn't have any because i'm not fucking 13 i i meant i think it's that your body gets rid of semen no, that's that way. actually that's a myth you don't need to get rid of there's no such thing as blue balls it's all nonsense Oh my god! Yeah. I, you and know, it's like, we'll what, it's like getting used to anything. It's like on once this. you get past a certain point, you're like you're fine with it. The only Dude. problem is if you're actually doing that, you become like catnip to women, and they're just like, "What if you withhold yourself from masturbating for two months?" Yeah, like all you of a do sudden, not. That's a myth. You think women can sense? Women can be like that man has not masturbated. 
Yeah, in, in the days. same way that women like know that a man is in a committed relationship and he becomes more attractive to them. Like they could sense it. I think that's you know? purely subjective. I think that you feel more confident or something. So wait, is this part of the powers? Like you get a sixth sense or something? Well, it doesn't matter if it's, yeah, you get a sixth sense. Yes. Well, that's correct. what nofap.com yeah. is is uh, is implying here, that if you go. Remember on Seinfeld, George got really smart. Elaine got really stupid when they, oh, st yeah. when they stopped masturbating. Yeah. Things happen. Hmm. Things are happening every well, day. Well, that's what I'm baby. saying. It's like it's misleading to me because yeah. I would think like, wow, what kind of powers do you can I like, you know, levitate or something, mm. or do I get telekinesis? Like, what do you get? Yoga fire. You get yoga fire. Yoga fire. Yeah, and cutis, uh, whatever the. So no fat isn't looking to ban or le or legislate porn, but they're right. looking to help raise awareness so people can make an educated decision about their porn use. Everyone's always trying to raise awareness. Dude, they have 200,000 members that they call Fapstronauts. Could you imagine if, if your friend, like your, your, your mm. friend Jared, if he told you like, hey, uh, so I'm a Fapstronaut, mm. what would you say to him? Would First of all, I don't actually know what that means. You're a member of nofap.com. So you don't, you don't, it's because that sounds like you do fap if you're a Fapstronaut. That's what that fucking sounds like. <laughs> it does. That's it's what stupid. I'm saying. It's so misleading, this yeah. whole thing. It's very deceptive. It's yeah, like, that's like that's like you know what I've given up masturbation. So from now on, you can call me jerk off Johnny. It's like <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That's stupid. Uh, you're stupid. So yeah. they, they say if you go thirty days without masturbating, it boosts your confidence, increases your creativity and yes. sexual interest from others, which yes. is what you're saying, and it's makes true. you more at ease in a social situation. Do you find yourself now when like you're outside socially at a party, you're more at ease? Well, you masturbate right now, masturbate, but when you weren't masturbating. Yeah, yeah I, I felt like I'm more at peace, you know? So what, what, what do you typically, so what, what now? Is there a tempest inside of you because you jacked off this morning? Uh, I didn't jerk off this morning. But, oh, okay. um, <laughs> no, it's not a tempest, but it's like, you know, I felt, I was like, I, it was like a, a singular goal that you have to put your mind to. It actually wasn't that hard, except I used to do, like one night a week, I used to stay up and write on Adderall and that was hard when I was when I took Adderall because that makes me horny and it was like that was really hard to not masturbate when I took the Adderall I kind of you you don't feel like I feel like I kind of get a headache like I'm, I'm irascible if I don't yeah. if I don't ejaculate every few days hmm. like I could go a week no problem but after a week I'm like god I, I should really ejaculate once you go once you get past like three weeks or two weeks or something it changes and this, there's no yeah. semen coming out. No. The semen is being produced by your testicles all the time. That's biology. It, it, so where does it go? Is your body ingested? Sure. It comes out at night. I don't think... Dude, I think if it's there, I don't think they make more. I think it just stays there, you know? I'm, I'm going to ask absorbed. the listening audience about this yeah, one. Uh, yeah, go ahead and ask. Because blue balls, it's bullshit, okay? People, I think you get blue fucking balls. Fucking Buddhist monks don't fucking masturbate at all, ever, and they don't no, have sex. But blue balls is a different thing than just not masturbating. Blue yeah. balls is like you're horny and just yeah. you never get a release. Okay, well, whatever the whatever you kids call it, whatever the thing you call when you never ejaculate. Well, it's yeah, probably a cool name for it. Just not ejaculate so, over a period of time. You're so cool with your names for stuff. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, yeah. One 32-year-old man here named Alex told the publication, uh, uh, oh, it's a British website called Gay Star News, told Gay Star News that he decided every time he felt the porn <laughs> urge, he would study Spanish, yeah. and now he's fluent. Mm. 
So did you we'll, do something uh, we'll take, like that? We'll take questions now. Hi, Alan Cummings, Gay Star News. <laughs> um, <laughs> how long has it been since you masturbated? Um, yeah. <laughs> did you do something like that? Like so when I, instead of masturbating, like study a language, or you just write? Um, I, I was doing something else. Something, yeah. I was more, you know, I was exercising. I was doing stuff. You, you know? didn't look at any kind of porn. No, that's a bad idea if hmm. you're trying to not masturbate. Hello. Oh, no. Hi. I wonder about that. Yeah. So I, I guess if uh, if you could go that long uh-huh. without masturbating, yeah. you probably could go that long without having sex at yes, all. Yes, you can. How long has it been? You don't. Some people never ejaculate, and they they fucking they live lives. They don't explode like something out of Reanimator. Dude, Apparently, could, according to your fucking science. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I was reading about MGTOWs, and I was like, yeah. there's no way I could do this. I would right. turn into a psychopath. I would go crazy. I would, like, full-on falling down mode. Whereas it sounds like you could go your own way. Oh, yeah. You could go could. your own way, just like the Fleetwood Mac song. Just like the Fleetwood Mac song, you know? <laughs> so Lindsey Buckingham, baby. We're talking about MGTOWs here. Yeah. I was planning to talk about MGTOWs, and uh, MGTOWs... Like that that's a new thing for me. I was reading about this like the past few weeks and it was like MGTOWs. That's a weird that's a weird thing cuz mm-hmm. I know about MRAs, like men's right activists. I know about incels, like mm-hmm. uh talk about them on the show, but we've never talked about MGTOWs, which is like I guess a I don't want to say a derivation but like another subgroup. Yes. Of um related of angry men. Yeah. <laughs> but they're related, but they're almost on a they're almost like enlightened MRA guys, like like I feel like I know MRA guys are kind of angry. They're uptight. They hate women. A lot of misogyny there. But I feel like the MGTOW guys also have a lot of misogyny, but they don't act on it. Yeah, they don't. They just kind of go their own way and they separate themselves completely from the opposite sex. Yeah, like I was saying before, it was like it's why you know Farrakhan doesn't bother me because it's like he doesn't like Jews, but it's like. The nation of Islam has never done anything to Jews, you know, in its well, history. Yeah, they no, they've done nothing. They say stuff. Yeah, the Nazis killed people. David Duke probably did some shit to Jews at some point. The nation of Islam is the only person they ever hurt was Malcolm X, probably. You know, they were just trying to take care of their own bullshit. They don't got time for for you and your fucking sitza and your and your keppa. They don't have time for it. You know, nobody has time for it. I wonder if uh, yeah. Farrakhan's a MGTO. <laughs> well, he, do you ever hear his Calypso, his anti-gay Calypso songs he used to sing in the 60s? Wait, so he's really anti-gay? Yeah. He's probably a MGTO, that guy. Does he have kids? Uh, I'm sure he's married, yeah. No, he probably is. I'm sure he found a woman of acceptable height that's half his age plus seven years and whatever the other things you need to find a wife in the, in, uh, the nation of Islam. Yeah. So uh, MGTOW, if you go to the site MGTOW, MGTOW.com, it's M-G-T-O-W, men going their own way. They have like a, uh, like a, a statement, like a mission statement there. It says, men going their own way is a statement of self-ownership where the modern man preserves and protects his own sovereignty above all else. It's the manifestation of one word, no, ejecting silly preconceptives, preconceptions and cultural definitions of what a man is, looking to no one else for social cues, refusing to bow, serve, and kneel for the opportunity to be treated like a disposable utility. Mm. Wow. Okay. They're, they're going their own way here. It's yeah. all about the sovereignty. And the best thing, my favorite thing, well, there's a lot of funny things on their site, 
but the glossary is gold. You should check this out. Go to the, go to uh, MGTOE.com. Okay. Since you're online, yeah. And just cherry pick a few words that you think are. I you know I was like at work and I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't look at this site at work because people might get the wrong idea about me. But I'm not like it's not like I'm wearing a him too shirt. But anyway, I was like going through the site and I was just like learning terms I've never heard before. Yeah. Where's the fucking glossary? It's a, it's a drop down, I think, right about the about section. Okay, all right, all right. God, this is this website's crazy. It's all yeah, it's, it's things are happening. It's as insane as the Jesus as their Christ. lifestyle. Yeah. Well, because I know they they talk about. I was reading some stuff about them, and they're like, they got they got red pills, but there's like blue pill guys, and, and there's purple, purple pill, pill man, yeah, and there's they, you know there's Sharkleberry Finn and fucking uh, Purple Saurus <laughs> Rex. I don't even know. Okay, Dick Stand. What's a dick stand? A man who props up a single mom while she's waiting for an alpha to ride her hard. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is oh a dick stand also having sex with a single mom or just financially supporting her? Um, unclear. Okay. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's definitely supporting her. He might be, you Do know. Do they have mangina in there? Because that's another term they like to throw around. Is it? Um, yes, they do. What's a mangina? It is a feminized pussy-whipped loser who apologizes for the bad behavior of women and actively seeks their approval, hoping he can get into her pants. So mangina is like the worst insult yeah. you can call a, a, another man. Yeah, and then there's um, rationalization hamster. <laughs> a creature which lives in a woman's brain and feverishly spins the hamster wheel, which helps her rationalize and justify her thoughts, behavior, and actions. The rationalization hamster. Yeah. I think I might have one of those bits of gerbil. Okay. And it's in the other end. Ah, gotcha. Um, what else do you have there? Tinderella. <laughs> um, an outwardly attractive female on the Tinder dating application. Okay. What's, Tinderella? Tinderella, I guess yeah, that's Yeah, uh, You would think Big Toes wouldn't be allowed to use Tinder. Or do, they, do you think they go on Tinder and just get filled with hatred and then shut it off? Um, yeah, I would say they don't do it, you know? Sperm jacking is a thing. Simp. Um, Sperm jacket. Yeah. You want, you want to know what that is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the act of reaching into a garbage can to secretly extract a sperm from a discarded condom in an attempt to fertilize herself and extort 216 monthly payments from an otherwise responsibly behaved man. I wow. like how somebody determined yeah. how many payments. <laughs> also, that's the thing that, that Alicia Silverstone's character does in, in The Crush. Oh, which I which I brought up several times on this show. Well, you know, part of the thing is you hear about like basketball play that and that happens to basketball Does players. Does it? I've but never actually. The only time I've ever seen it happen is in that movie. Yeah, I've heard. Mm. I mean, maybe it's an urban myth, but yeah. I've heard it. It can happen to basketball players. Yeah. But it, I find it really. I just find it very amusing that these guys live in just fear of mm. women taking their money. Right. Like a lot of it's just like this fear of women taking their money and their sovereignty. Yeah. They, no one wants to become a husband. What's a husband? Oh, I, can I don't need. Yeah, you can yeah, guess yeah, I can what probably that is. Guess about All right, that. come on. Yeah, um, or a dependipotamus. <laughs> and you know, in the forum, there's a whole forum here. Yeah. Of uh, these guys that get together and talk like this, like yeah. they have their, their own code. Yeah. Dependipotamus. Hmm. Yeah, some of these are great. All right, one more, and then we'll move okay. on. Okay, manpiphany. Well, it's a man piffany. It's a jilt of genius that starts at the balls and proceeds directly to the brain. Wow. It's actually B 
blank, 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 which I'm assuming is balls, because why would they blank it out if it's not balls? They blank it out on their well, You're not allowed to like have like these are gentlemen. D. They're, oh, they're gentlemen. They don't curse. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. It. Don't be gynocentric, please. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> you need to incorporate this yeah. into your just your your regular jargon. Um, yeah. So MGTOWs have a serious problem <laughs> with feminism. Fancy yeah. that. To them, the feminist movement has all but ruined our society. And it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to participate in the dating game because women have been, in their eyes, programmed to ruin a man's life. They're out there to take your well-earned money, stick you with kids who aren't yours. Mm. That's what happens. And the false rape accusations, that is their biggest fear. That's the man's Achilles heel. Right. Yep. What's going to happen is a woman's going to come out here and just like, whether you have sex with them or not, they're going to falsely accuse you of rape and you're done. Your life is over. Right. Well, they, yeah, they, they, well, from what I was reading, it's like they don't t like to talk to women. No. Because if you like <laughs> exchange more than five <laughs> words with one, they accuse you of rape, apparently. And, and not only just like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking like talk to a woman like romantically, yeah. like you're flirting with a woman. I'm saying yeah. don't even talk to a woman. Like yeah. if you're going to a store and the woman's a cashier, you don't even want to engage. Nope. You'll go to yeah. a male cashier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a major rule yeah. with uh, MGTOs is that no women are allowed in the community whatsoever. Hmm. Which apparently differs from MRAs. I guess MRAs can have women in the community. Hmm. There's women that are like part of the MRA community, apparently. Sure. Ooh. Why not? I, guess, I don't know. I mean, there's got to be some, you know. I don't know. I guess uh, Melania is kind of probably one of those. Right. Um, one can't simply proclaim to be a MGTO. Like, you can't, just because you didn't <laughs> masturbate for, for what, two All right, months? Vigo Mortensen. You can't proclaim uh, to be a MGTO. Yeah. <clears throat> apparently there's stages there's oh. four levels of MGTOW there's hmm. four levels of awareness alright so the first one level zero is situational awareness you've taken the red pill yep and embrace the idea that gender equality is a lie and it's feminist propaganda got it and so they they use a lot of this red pill blue pill from uh, the matrix and I think they see themselves as Neo like yeah. becoming aware and a master of your Surroundings, yeah. Um, this uh, the bitch bin. The the bitch bin is is when uh when your girlfriend uh, has a drawer at your house. That's what the it's called. Bitch bin. Yeah, when she has her own drawer. <laughs> I'm telling you the glossary. I've been oh, like reading through it today. Yeah, like, okay. It's amazing. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, uh, level one here: rejection of long-term relationships. So the man rejects mm. long-term relationships. But still, will partake in uh, short-term relationships and sexual encounters. So that's okay. all right. You can get one-night stands, things like that. Level two, rejection of short-term relationships. So you don't have any long-term girlfriends. Mm. Now you don't even participate in hookups, even uh, or any short-term sexual relationship. Okay. So now you're just like now you're like I'm just going to masturbate. And step five, you're John Voight and Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> Level three, yeah. Economic disengagement. So a member at this stage refuses to earn more money than is necessary for sustaining life. Oh. That's probably why you're not getting laid. He views the government as tyrannical and is trying to actively drain money from the bureaucrats. So there's a, like a weird objectivist part of this as well? Kind of. Well, almost why, like, a, like a hardcore libertarian. Yeah, that's weird. At that, at that point. Why like... 
I don't know. You have I mean, to do that. Like you have to be well, a liberal. You can't be. I mean, I get. Well, okay. I don't know. How I many see people the intersection. I mean, I see the intersectionality of what's happening here. Okay, I get it. I get it now. Level four. This is like the highest level of MGTOW. Societal disengagement. So this is as far as a mainstream MGTOW can go. And here the man refuses to interact with society at all. Okay. So it makes me wonder if like Ted Kaczynski was the ultimate MGTOW. Like do they work? Is there like the yeah. book of Ted? Like his manifesto? Do you think they read this? Nobody can read that manifesto. <laughs> it's virtually unreadable. Um, but, is it uh, in like a code? But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think he's, he's probably a guy that I, they identify with, you know? Well, I mean, he lived um, he off was, the grid. He, was, he lived off the grid. Uh, he was self-sufficient. He was super brilliant. Um, he smelled like old milk, you know? <laughs> There's a lot of things I think they can, they can identify but was with. He, did he like sever ties with all women? Every now and then, he'd like once a month, he'd go into town for supplies, and supposedly there was some woman he'd talk to. So oh, I don't okay. think he's. So he was. I think he just hated though. society in general. I don't think he sp specifically aimed it at women. Yeah. So the article I read here says that few members ever reach level four, and the majority seem to float between two and three. Okay. So rejection of short term, long term, and uh, economic disengagement. They say you should use your life for productive pursuits. Okay. And get companionship from brotherhood. Yeah, they have like people that they look up to that they like, like, like Ayn Rand and fucking uh, Tesla. They love Tesla. Oh, they Nikola love Nikola Te Tesla because really? he didn't Tesla. fuck. He didn't fuck at all. Apparently, he was just huh. like, I'm just making my magical fucking mind radio and my stupid coil that doesn't. So what? Work. Just like focus entirely on your work rather yeah. than any kind of yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then just, I don't know, go whatever whatever he did for fun, like feed pigeons or something. He did stupid shit for fun. Well, apparently, like, during the, the levels here, because yeah. that's the thing, you can't just, like, shut off your libido. Right. I mean, you have a libido. It's like, how, what do you do? Yeah. How do you just shut it off? You know, I mean, so obviously they're probably getting prostitutes after they shut off the long-term relationship. I bet you that's the thing. It's like prostitutes, masturbation, and eventually they just cut all that off. But it's weird, though, like, why do you think there's so much animosity towards women? Like, why do they feel that women are just there to take their money and take their livelihoods? Well, it, se it seems like, from what I was saying, it seems like a lot of the, the guys are like, they are divorced or something, you know? Well, I And think they got shitty, like, vi child visitation and child support, like, deals or something, and they're mad about it or it's some nonsense. I read about that. Like, no-fault yeah. divorces, child custody arrangements that tend to favor women yeah. with custody... Unjust alimony claims, according yeah. to them. Um, dispar disparagement of traditional masculine activities. Ah. Easier access to abortion, the welfare state, and a, per and a perceived victory for feminists. What's traditional male? Is that like naked oil wrestling? I don't know, like With disparagement of football or something? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I don't know, some mm. kind of ball sports? I see. Yeah, maybe. Ball sports. <laughs> Ball sports. As the MGTOW movement sees it, these changes in our society have made it rational, relatively easy for a woman to trade up her partner. Yeah. So they feel that women, their nature, a woman's nature, is hypergamous. Which, do you see that? Oh, yeah. I was looking at that. Let's see. Um, this is how they, this is the, the motivation for all women. Yeah, okay. uh, every woman's innate urge to sleep with a male of higher status than the one she's currently settling for. So in Western societies, they want the wealthiest man possible. Although in their younger years, you know, they'll 
have sex with a guy with like tribal tattoos. Yeah, sure. Or something. But then eventually they'll trade him up for a guy that has more money. Gotcha. Which if you think about it, it's kind of like the history of most of my relationships, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Look, don't I know it, you know? What's a, is there a order form or contact for the yeah. Migos? <laughs> well, it's also like, I was looking, because I was listening to some of these videos where the guys talk about it, and it's like, you know, obviously they're, they're making like really broad statements about women who make yeah, up half yeah. the population. You know, they're like, they, they, women do this and women do that. But then they also like, will just say like, like random anecdotal things like, and they'll like say something that happened. It's like, wait a minute, this is all because the girl at Subway doesn't, didn't go to your birthday party or something. Like it's always, it, all, it always seems so wait, to they like. they got snubbed? Yeah, yeah, they got snubbed. Life. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it is? Yeah, or like their cam girl ghosted them or something. Like something stupid happened with like, you know, and now they're. But I think it's like every year, month, and every year of just not having any kind of interaction with a woman, they just get mm -hmm. like angrier and angrier. Right. And then attribute more of like society's issues to women. Like uh, the MGTOW movement points towards higher suicide rates for men, hmm. higher unemployment rates. Uh, they say that uh, women live longer, healthier lives at the material and emotional expense of men. That's why they live longer, because we work harder. Okay. And we, we have overrepresentation in dirty, difficult, fatal work, such as road repair. I thought they don't want women to work. Do they want women to work or do they not want women to work? No, they just want it. They, want, they say they gender want... equality is okay. a lie because okay. it's just not fair. All right. Um, one thing, do they have white knighting on the glossary? They there? do, yeah. This is like, I don't know, this, this, this is a behavior that they loathe in men. Uh, any man who believes the sun rises and sets based solely on female approval. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a man who conforms to what remains in Western societies of the chivalric tradition. Which is, which is different from Captain Savaho. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> he attempts to win women over with material bribes, show public diffidence to their social views, and allows himself to be nagged. Brother, that's gyno crazy. <laughs> that, <All> is right? <laughs> <laughs> that is gyno that's, crazy. That's definitely not androcentric at all. <laughs> <laughs> what is androcentric? <clears throat> I wonder if you have to study these terms. It's focused centered on men. Oh, okay. Like misandrist oh, is, is somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Centric. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then don't, let's not forget Chad Thundercunt. <laughs> is that a dude that gets a lot of ass? Uh, he's to the SMP, which I'll have to look up in a second, uh, what rich kids are to the regular economy. You can't really understand SMP dynamics without knowing Chad. He is the unmistakable archetypal bad boy, college jock, bully, douche. Chad okay. Thundercunt. Yeah. So wow. he's like, basically, he's the guy that actually knows it like how to get ass. women. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the sexual marketplace is the SMP. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, the sexual marketplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Play one of these clips so okay. people can get an idea here yes. of what we're talking about. All right. All right, brother. Um, so here's, <laughs> yeah, here, here's one right here. Uh, this is from a video. I think it's called like, MGTOW will end the human race. This is by a guy named uh, Sandman. Well, I guess he's the most popular one of these uh, geniuses on YouTube. So here we geniuses. go. Geniuses. 
be apparent to any intelligent man who's observing it. They tend to be manipulative, self-righteous, self-absorbed, selfish, and totally entitled, and live in a world where there's zero responsibility for any of their wicked behaviors, and they're always the victims, while simultaneously villainizing men for it. And if you actually think about it, since no one is holding them accountable for anything, you can't really blame them for this. Yeah. Do, do you think there's dudes that just listen to this all day at work? Yes. Coding? Uh, yeah. Like working in CSS right, yeah. and just like listening to it? Yeah. Reinforcing these values? But this guy has this weirdly like, uh, you know, it's monotonic like voice yeah, that like, it, it is really if you weird. listen to it for a while, it doesn't, it's, it's all kind of it's bleeds automated. together. It doesn't sound like a real voice. Yeah, yeah. Here's one that's funny. It's about alternative girls specifically. It's relevant to your interest, D. Here you go. Instead, they focus their attention on their photography and video skills. Many of these grunge and alternative girls followed me into my university program in the late 90s. Anecdotal. We're talking about a very elite program with a few thousand applicants and only a hundred people getting in. Admission was based on portfolio and writing ability, so they had to be good at what they were doing. These women were incredibly good at hiding their femininity and playing up to the role of the female chameleon to all the stoners that look like Kurt Cobain wannabes. Andre, you also mentioned that they are ascetic, which means they avoid doing things for pleasure. I wouldn't go as far as saying that. This Smoking and drinking and getting loose in the back of their caboose with the stoners in the backseat of their K-car was something that they were certainly good at. In the 12th grade, I ended up getting Jeez. together with one such girl, but she didn't smoke. She was extremely forceful physically and tried taking advantage of me, if you know what I mean. She was also a product nope. of the 90s, but she I... was just a chameleon copying the girls that were the real alternative rockers. What the, the hell is he talking I about? I don't I know. So see the, see the, the thing? It's always like a personal experience that, that they relate it yeah, to. Yeah, but it's some like... kind of really confusing anecdote. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. A female chameleon impersonating the alternative rockers that he did something to his caboose? They, they took advantage of him. She took advantage of Would him. they shove like a joint in his caboose or something? I don't know. Or like a I Pearl Jam record? And also, <laughs> I just don't what's get a K -car? it. Isn't a K car like that car you get if you sell enough Avon or something? Okay. <laughs> what is a K car? I don't even know I'm what he's even, talking yeah, about. Yeah. So wait, he doesn't like these alternative grunge girls? Um, no. There's he doesn't. No, they're all bad. Wow. Everything's I wonder bad. how long he's gone his own way. Yeah. Um, so a lot of these guys eventually get into celibacy, which they refer to as men going monk. Okay. Yeah, it's another yeah. option uh, that, that they have there um, where you just have no sex at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they talk themselves into celibacy because they can't have sex without love, but can never love a woman. Oh. Yeah. So that's the problem. Jesus. <laughs> so this is kind of interesting. MRAs don't like MGTOWs. Okay. So the MRAs hate MGTOWs, but the pickup artists hate MGTOWs. The PUAs hate MGTOWs the most. So all three groups don't like each other. So it's like, I don't know if they get into like any kind of armed combat, but they certainly don't like it. This I is would why not be all the various that. liberation armies of the 1970s aren't around anymore. Internal <laughs> politics and in beefing with each other, you know? The Simeonese Liberation Army, all the, all the Liberation Armies. There were like 27 of them. None of yeah. them around anymore. Well, so while the MRA's victim complex is loud and screechy anger, Amigto's mm -hmm. anger is quiet and seething. Okay. So the founder of MGTOW.com said, while MRAs try to fight fire with fire, because mm -hmm. they really do hate women, they hate feminism, MGTOW's prefer to fight it with water. Okay. Well, I mean, that sounds fine. They're not, they're not hurting anybody. Fuck them. Who cares? You know? Right? I mean, I guess, yeah, that, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, they just kind of, uh, 
you know, would prefer to just divorce himself from society completely. Right. Yeah. You know, um, but that's the thing. The MRAs, though, they don't like just... the MGTOs culling their members with this oh. almost like a pacifist type of ideology here. Hmm. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Um, Is there any like one organi- organization that MRA people belong to? Is it like? I mean, there's a bunch yeah. of different MRA sites, but I, I don't see. know if there's like, like mm. MGTO.com is very, uh, mm. very particular, you know? Yeah. Um, but the hyper-masculine culture of pickup artists, though, doesn't mesh with men who decide to no longer pursue women. So MGTOs really hate the pickup artists. Uh, Return of Kings, which is a PUA website, calls MGTOs the creeping cult of male loserdom. Okay. And I guess there's a lot of online uh, anger and resentment towards each other. Mm. A lot of online harassment there. So the one thing about these guys, they make it sound like it's this original thing, this uh-huh. original concept of men going their own way. Mm. But it's far from a new concept. In fact, uh, even during the suffragist movement, there were MGTOs and MRA groups. Like there are men that were just like, women being able to vote, we need to move away from them from society and separate ourselves completely. Mm. In the 80s, we had Al Bundy's No Man. Yeah. Which is basically what MGTOs are. Yeah, and that was like satire, you know? <laughs> that now was like, it's what, 1989? Thing. Yeah. And yeah. now it's a real thing. What did No Man stand for? No Man, if people like... So people that watch Married with Children, uh, back in the this is what, late 80s, early yeah. 90s, Al Bundy started an anti-feminist group in response to women's bowling night replacing the men's... I guess, or no, yeah, I guess replacing the men's bowling night and the nudie bar being turned into a women's coffee house. Right. <laughs> so he was upset. So they all got together and they started No Ma'am, which stands yeah. for National Organization of Men Against Amazonian Masterhood. Okay. <laughs> also known as Numb Old Men Anxiously Awaiting Morticians. Yeah. Um, but if you think about it, that is pretty much what MGTOs are. Yeah. Whether they like to say it's a manifesto or mm. they're inspired by Nikola Tesla... These guys watch too much Married with Children. Yeah. They identify too much without Bundy. And the logo was just like a the, the symbol for women with the no thing around it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can get yeah. a shirt. Actually, yeah. that would be a funny shirt. That's better right. than him, too. Right. Um, yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Like they, uh, the, organiz- the organization was established with the intention of advancing a political agenda to prevent feminist domination. <laughs> but it was also an excuse for members to gripe about society, consume alcohol play sports um and then their 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 opposition here was a group remember marcy darcy the next door neighbor yeah she founded the feminist group fang feminists against neanderthal guys yeah out of spite towards al and the no ma'am dudes Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) migto should just like own up to it change their name to no ma'am because that's basically what they are Mm -hmm. do you think there's an la-based chapter no ma'am uh, no, I, 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 I doubt it somehow. I you bet know? you there's MGTOs here, though. You know, these guys need to turn the friend zone into an end zone. <laughs> That's what they need to do. Now you sound like a Chad Thundercunt, yeah, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. people, if you're going to uh, participate in the whole No Nut November, or No Fat November, or whatever, just be careful. Because once you go a month, you might go your own way. Yeah. And then there's no turning back. And you'll never be a galt by that point. <laughs> What's a galt? Uh, it's it's you're you're much like John Galt, the protagonist of Atlas Shrugged. Oh, okay, yeah. yes, yeah. You'll never. I thought that was Howard Rourke. 
Wasn't he in that? He was in one of the either oh, the okay. Fountainhead or the you uh, know. Oh, Fountainhead. He yeah, was in yeah. Fountainhead. Right. Yeah. Get my Ayn Rand books mixed up. Mm. They're all anyway, the same people. Shit. <laughs> this is episode six fifty nine here. Sick and wrong. We have news stories coming up next. We have uh, uh, phone calls after that. Got some good calls this week actually. Yeah. Uh, but first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So the first story we have here is uh, quite a big news story. Although I got to say, I wasn't like surprised by this in any way. I kind of figured this would happen. I, I would have figured this would have happened sooner mm-hmm. than it did. Uh, grisly details emerge about the Whitey Bulger murder. Mm. Uh, yeah, sources say the mobster was beaten beyond recognition. How many people do you think were in line to beat up Whitey Bulger? Yeah. You know, I mean, the guy was like universally despised. He was a fucking informant for years. Where did years. this happen? Where was he in prison? Uh, Virginia is where mm. he, well, he was transferred from uh, uh, prison Florida to Virginia, and in Virginia is where he uh, ended up being murdered. Um, shocking new details and many unanswered questions about the prison killing of former mob boss and FBI informant James Whitey Bulger. Hmm. Uh, the in, uh, new information has indicated that, that uh, the boss, the crime boss here, was targeted in prison. Not surprised there. It sounds really no. suspicious because he was transferred out of like a, I don't know if it, it wasn't like protective custody, but he was definitely in a, he wasn't with the general pop in no. Florida. But then he was transferred to a, a prison, a very violent prison in a, a Hazleton or yeah, penitentiary Hazleton in West Virginia. He was transferred there and just put with the general population and within one day murdered. Wow. How, how does that happen? That's amazing. You know, I mean, it's like it, fucking Jared from Subway. Yeah. Has like, is in kind of like a protected area. It's probably, yeah, it's probably, and it's probably because he doesn't have any money either, you know? Whitey Bulger? Yeah. Oh, he must. The government probably so? took it all. I would imagine. Uh, yeah, I mean, he I was on the run for a long time. Yeah, 16 you know? years. You go through money. You go through a lot of money on the run. You would think, though, the guy would have hid money over the years, but who knows? Yeah, but it's hard to get to when you're in prison. Yeah. Who do you trust to get it for you? No one. And his wife, uh, she's she's serving time too. Yeah. Or his girlfriend at the time. So Bolter was in a wheelchair. Is that the redhead he... from, from the, the Departed? Yeah. And yeah, they, yeah. I think that she's right. based on okay. his, his girlfriend. They have a memory. He's got the fucking giant Jack sugar. Jack Nicholson played him sh- in that, yeah, right? Yeah, the sugar bowl of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> uh, Bolter was in a wheelchair when he was attacked at uh, U.S. Penitentiary Hazleton in West Virginia. They said he was beaten beyond recognition with a padlock stuffed inside a sock mm-hmm. it's like you're swinging it like a mace yeah that's like a prison weapon um batteries <laughs> in a pillowcase is also yeah, a good batteries one. in a pillowcase yeah. yeah uh bulger's eyes appear to have been dislodged from his head one of the men uh uh used the sock the lock sock as a weapon and the group attempted to gouge his eyes out and cut out his tongue no yeah. 
which they did. They actually, well, I was kind of surprised about that. You'd think, well, they're probably using what, like a toothbrush filed into a knife. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they were actually using like a real knife. Bed spring. You know, yeah, or something. But they weren't able to cut the, uh, the whole tongue out, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder if, these, if this was a contracted hit. Like, they were going to ship the tongue to some mob boss or something. Yeah. Because Whitey Bulger, I mean, he killed a lot of people. He did. You know? Um, his death is being treated as a suspected homicide. Uh, they also don't know. It's unclear whether his eyes were actually gouged out by the men or if they were knocked out because he was beaten so severely. Hmm. Man. And, and that's another thing that's kind of odd. So where were the guards? Someone must have let these guys into Whitey's cell. Right. The door's yeah. open. They walk in. They beat him so severely that his eyes were popped out of his skull. No guards around. I wonder if there was like a... No cameras. You know, there was a green light and there was like a reward, you know? I, I'm sure there was probably... In the, don't you, know. you think there's probably some money? Yeah, I would imagine There's got to so. be some money on this guy's head. I would imagine so. And yeah. I, I imagine like a lot of people are like, oh, Whitey Bulger's coming here, huh? Mm. Well, uh, let's get in line about who gets to kill Can't him first. be just rep. It's got to be about something else. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. Uh, Shelly Murphy here, crime reporter, who's written about Bulger in the past. She said, frankly, Whitey went out the way he lived. He was a vicious man. He was convicted of strangling a woman, and then he went upstairs and took a nap in, his, in her bed while his friends buried her body. Hmm. That's the thing. It's hard to feel any sympathy for this guy at yeah, all. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I don't. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm actually, personally, I'm surprised he wasn't murdered earlier, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, fuck Winter Hill, you know? I'm with, <laughs> I'm with the Federal Hill uh, Providence Italians, you know? They're my guys. They're my people. So uh, one of the uh, suspects is an inmate at Hazleton named Fotios Freddy Gayas. Um, hmm. I don't know how to say his last name. G-E-A-S. Uh Gaius is a mafia hitman from uh, West Springfield, Massachusetts, and he was convicted of murdering a boss in the notorious Genovese crime family, as well as an associate. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Gaius certainly did not like informers. He's doing two life sentences because someone very close to him decided to become an informer. At Springfield, Massachusetts, it's the worst. What, there are a lot of mobsters out there? Uh, no, it's just like, you know, Boston at least has some things to it. Springfield is just like all the worst aspects of Boston and nothing good. How it's just far like a city is, where like just everyone is an asshole. How far is everyone. Springfield from uh, Boston? Uh, probably like an hour or two. Is yeah. it just completely white? Just whitewashed city? Uh, I, I don't remember. It might have changed. I, I, I don't really know. Hmm. I'm sure it has a black part of town. I'm sure that, it does. I've, never, I've yeah. never been there. I've never been to Massachusetts. Oh, okay. I kind of want to go. Yeah. I want to go to Boston. Boston, uh, it's got some cool shit, you know? I think it'd be cool to go to Boston and drive up like, yeah. through Stephen King country. It is a very sports-oriented town, though. Yeah. It's, a, don't it's they... like even the most hipstery of bars will have the fucking Sox game on, you know? Ugh. So. Sports. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Like a mangina like me is mm. <laughs> all the MGTOs. Yeah. The sports fan MGTOs run me out of town. Yeah, you're going to end up with a womanity or something, you know? <laughs> Or a ham beast. <laughs> um, Bulger, I love this glossary so much. <laughs> Bulger was yeah. a well-known informant. Investigators said that for years, before a corrupt FBI, FBI agent tipped him off to pending charges against him, Bulger, Bulger uh, gave the FBI information on rival mobsters for years. Yeah. Like, 
you know, like uh, over a decade. Uh, he was leading South Boston's violent Winter Hill gang at the time. So I think to maintain his supremacy, he was just giving away all of his opponents. Yep. Which is kind of fucked up. Mm. Isn't that like violating a secret oath or whatever they take? Yeah. The uh, burning of the saint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a former drug smuggler here, Richard Stratton, who served eight years in prison and once asked Bulger Although for he help. never actually did that because he wasn't a maiden. He wasn't no, he's in, Irish. He wasn't, yeah, he, he wasn't in the Italian yeah. mafia. He was in his own So deal. this guy yeah, once asked Bulger for help. He said he couldn't believe that the 89-year-old Bulger, 89 years old, I mean, he's pretty old, I was, was in place in protective custody upon entering this prison. He, he says it just seems really weird that this happened without any awareness. Not only at the level of the guards on the tier, he's going to be exposed in a way where he could be killed by anyone. Hmm. And a day later, he's murdered. Yep. Um, apparently, uh, Bolzer had several issues at the Arizona prison he was at before for his relationship with a female psychologist. He also had issues at the 2014 Florida prison, which where he was transferred from. Uh, several problems there, including masturbating in front of male staffers and threatening a female medical staffer. Okay. <laughs> this wow. guy's a 90-year-old man yeah. pulling his dick out masturbating. <laughs> um, Stratton Amazing. says... It's not like Whitey's going to stop fucking scamming because he's in prison. It's so obvious they wanted to get rid of him. He was just a pain in the ass. That, that's what makes me... What, what, what I'm suspecting here mm. is that there is some kind of corruption going on. Little payola going out from some mobsters that wanted to... That probably... They might not have even paid this guy to, to put the hit on him. Mm. I mean, but they might have paid the warden to transfer him there so they could put the hit on him. Right. Yeah, there had to have been some kind of money going around here. Um, Whitey is someone who is truly a gangster and a sociopathic murderer. That's what he was, says Michael Kendall, an attorney represent, represent the family of the woman that was strangled by Bolger. He's someone that sold out his colleagues to law enforcement to get advantages for himself. Um, ultimately, a jury found Bolger guilty of participating in 11 killings between 1973 and 1985. Um, the same guy here, Kendall... Michael Kendall said he doesn't believe the family of the woman that Bolzer strangled are taking any pleasure in this murder, which I kind of find suspect. Don't you think there's some people out there maybe, you know, slapping a few, a few high fives going around? Yeah, of course. I mean, a lot of people hated this guy. Mm -hmm. He had a lot of victims, yeah. yeah. I doubt there's much sympathy for this asshole. He killed a lot of people's fathers, you know? <laughs> Did so. you ever see the movie Black Mass? With, uh, uh, I did Depp. see, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Was that any good? I never saw that. I f you know, it was very forgettable. Oh, okay. I, I, re I remember enjoying it, but it's like, I mean, The Departed is obviously a very, very fictionalized version of him. Yeah. The part is better, you know? That's a Scorsese movie. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did, uh, I forget who did Black Mass. Yeah, I don't remember. But it's Johnny Depp is in it. Yeah, and he, Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp plays, Depp plays yeah. Whitey Bulger. Yeah. And so. you know, I haven't watched that movie. I got to check it out. It's, anyway. it's worth seeing. Yeah. Mm. What do you have here for the second story? Well, a woman convicted of killing the rapist who threatened her family if she didn't have sex with him. Is that Willie Nelson song? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know that one. <laughs> and then uh, Patsy Klein sang it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, a 35-year-old Australian mother was sentenced this week to 10 and a half years in prison after she killed her rapist three years ago when he threatened her only days after his initial sex assault. Hmm. Mm -hmm. She killed her rapist. Yes. Wow. 
Wow, that doesn't happen that often. Yeah. So I guess the, the guy raped her, and then several days later, he threatened her. And to she rape killed her him. again, and she was yeah. like, no, nah, I'm not, yeah. not doing this. Roseanne, Roxanne Eka Peters was warned by her attacker, 51-year-old Grant Jason Kassar, at her home in Kapalba, Kapalababa, uh, December uh, 2015. Have sex with him, or he would harm her daughter. Ooh. That was the threat. Um, instead, Peters, then a 32-year-old pharmacist assistant, got a kitchen knife and repeatedly stabbed Kassar in the chest and penis. So wait, not a Bowie knife. Kitchen knife. Kitchen knife. All right. Yeah. In the chest and penis. And penis. Well, yeah. Wow. So wait, th- so this guy already had his dick out. Um, he was you, ready to go. You don't need to have a dick or out did, to did stab you stab, oh, penis. Oh, I guess, yeah. Stab you know? him through his yeah. clothes. Yeah. I, could, I mean, I could tell you that. I could attest to this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you don't rape me, she said while attacking him. Wow. So yep. she, she just saw red. Yeah. It's like, you don't rape me. And then she's just stabbing him. How many times did she stab him? Well, in all, Casares has seen 61 injuries. 61 stabs. Including a four inch, some of them four inch wounds to his chest. What, four, so wait, she stabbed and then was like moving the knife up and down? No, like four inches deep. Oh, four yeah. inches. Oh, okay, it's okay. Deep. I she was like That's fucking deep, and, guy. That is know? pretty deep. Yeah. So. Well, she, she was doing it like prison style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah just like a yeah. bunch of times. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Rapid stabbings. Yeah. Um, then. <laughs> I bet you Whitey Bulger would have preferred that. Yeah, I think so. Then Peters tied a rope around Kassar's neck and body and pulled him behind her car for about six tenths of a mile before Jesus. she dumped his remains in a ditch along the road. <laughs> what a badass. Where they were discovered the next day. Man, yeah. what a badass. Yeah. I got to say, that's like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just driving until there's just like, you know, three quarters of a torso rattling around back there, you know? <laughs> She's like, Hitting I the- mean, Warnos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, which National Lampoon's, uh, was that the one where, do you remember? I think it might have been the first one where uh, they were like, you know, Going to Wally World, and at one point he had the. They stopped at like a rest stop, and he tied the dog to the bumper, and oh get God. back in the car, yeah, yeah, and yeah. take off, and oh, like yeah. he gets pulled over. Mm. <laughs> the state cop was like, mm. "He was good for about two miles," mm. and then this is all that's left of him. It's just yeah. a bunch of bloody hair. On yeah. Him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Wow. So, so apparently, you, you don't want to do any rapings in Australia. What was this in like Perth? The outback. Uh, the court. The court was Brisbane. Oh wow! So which, Brisbane. Huh? Where the fuck is that? I think that's on the east side. I, I, most shit is on the yeah, east side. Yeah, most shit. Pal. There's not much on Perth. You know? Yeah. There's like you know, um, a wallaby and like a outback steakhouse <laughs> or something, and that's it. That's all they got on the other side. You know, um, the store that just sells Fosters. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. It's the capital of Queensland. Oh, okay. Which means nothing that to me. doesn't tell me anything. So, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then rains, remains were discovered the next day. Uh, did P- she bury him or did she just leave him on no, the side No, she just left him on the side of the road in a ditch. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if he was intact. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, man. I guess six-tenths of a mile ain't that far, you know? Yeah, but so. I mean, it depends on how fast she was going. Yeah. Um, she pleaded guilty to manslaughter and interfering with a corpse. Hmm. Which is weird. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess. How do you interfere with a corpse? I think you know. Had she just like, hey, I'm him. putrefacting over here. Come on, uh, interfering with me. No, it's just I think when you poke him with a stick okay. repeatedly. Yeah. But I mean, had she not didn't the the, the dragging? Yep. That might not have been interference. Probably not. Yeah. Um, she will be eligible for parole in 2020. So what did she get? What do you mean? How, what did they? Uh, oh, she, uh, she got uh, it was ten ten and a half years. Ten and a half years. Yeah. Really? Yep. Doesn't that yeah. seem a bit severe? Uh, yes, it does. Although, what well, she did, she, was a bit she got arrested. Yeah, I mean, she did it in 2015. So I don't know if she got bail. Probably not. Uh, she's probably already served three years or something in jail. Yeah, but know? I mean, so she gets another think, two years. You know what? You know, she kind of went yeah. psycho. Yeah. She kind of saw red and went psycho. But had she just like stabbed him, I don't know, 30 times and said it was just self defense? Mm. He's a big guy. He had already raped her. Don't you think she would have gotten off? It's hard to say. I mean, I if I was on a... Like, yeah, obviously she went a little too far. But like... <laughs> well, the, the dragging behind yeah. the car. But by that point, he's already dead. Who cares, you know? Fucking you know, run him up a flagpole. I don't give a fuck. It's what, de- he's dead. What, what does it matter? What I don't get about yeah. this whole situation is there are so many, like, man-eating animals in Australia. You'd think she could just dump them in, like, a right. fucking... Ocean with some saltwater crocodiles or something. Yeah, like yeah. White, white sharks of, or right. whatever there are. I mean, it would have mm. been such an easy place to dispose of a corpse. In fact, mm. the whole set, like that, like the, the entire middle portion of the country, you could hide yeah. a corpse. Poison, poisonous platypi. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. I mean, it's, you think she's kind of mm. lazy when it comes she, to that. I, I don't think she was like thinking clearly, you know? And she was definitely I think in some she kind just of like, She got raped and then the dude threatened her daughter. So it's like, she just lost her shit and was like, because it's like if she, you know, she obviously pleaded guilty to manslaughter because I guess they said, oh, if you go to trial, we'll charge you with murder, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, if I was on a jury, I wouldn't vote to convict her. of. No, I, w- I wouldn't yeah. either. That's why I wonder if that would happen here. Yeah, because it's like, who gives a fuck? I, I mean, think here, if, yeah. he, if she would have like shot the guy once, it would have mm-hmm. been fine. But if she would have unloaded, mm. like, you know, the entire barrel into his stomach or something or yeah. face and then dragged him then she might have got a couple years i can't imagine 10 years yeah i think so. i'm a little surprised yeah you think like is an australian all rowdy or something isn't it you know i mean i, mean, I, I thought it was like a penal colony right you know i in the uk they would have just taken her library card away or something i don't yeah. think they would have done anything over there I'm a, I'm quite surprised. Huh. Yeah. Well, um, so uh, the 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 judge in Peter's case decried her callously disposing of Kassar's body, and noted that she did not seek help after the killing. Um, but he said that she was acting in response to a significant provocation. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure yeah. he was like, "You could have fed her the Crocs, love." Yeah, like she should. That's what she should have done. Hmm. I'm, I'm a little surprised. And he said, I accept the stabbing occurred in circumstances when you were enraged by what the deceased had done to you and was threatening to do to you again. So I guess he gets that. Uh, Kassar's family reportedly also spoke out in court. Never in the world could I imagine a woman who would do such a horrible thing, his mother said. <laughs> whoever wrote what did the your words. Son do? Yeah. Whoever wrote the words wounds heal with time obviously never <laughs> lost a child. Yeah. Does she look like Lucy Lawless or something? I'm, that's what I'm picturing. Linda Hamilton. Like what what does she look like? That's a great uh question there, pal. Let's see here. 
Roxanne. Yeah, I'm wondering because I mean, I picture this woman to be someone that could that could do some harm. Yeah. She's she's cute. Let's say she's cute. She's a blonde, you know. God, uh, she's very cute. Do you think all yeah. Australian women possess this type of rage? And Maybe. it's just dormant until it comes out, like you take their last fosters or something. And yeah, then... and it might also just be like I look, I don't know. I was I was about to say that it is a country founded by rapists. But <laughs> I, I thought about that for two seconds and I'm like, actually I think every country was founded by rapists. Probably. Yeah, well rape was different back then. Yeah, yeah. You know? So not now. No man's safe. No man is safe. Obviously, you from know? your story, yeah. that's apparent. No man is safe, especially in Australia. Yeah. Like stabbed and dragged behind a car you can you know you can rape someone and like it's unbelievable you might come close to having your supreme court ambitions derailed you might actually yeah, yeah you exactly. won't you might you yeah, know you'll, you'll do still it get, but it'll you'll be still get be nominated some, but you might have to go through i don't know there'll some, be some like, pushback or something there'll be yeah. some pushback and some pushback. who needs that you know God. yeah no um, man is safe nope so uh anyway the judge <laughs> <laughs> Judge Bodice said that Peter's childhood around drug use and as a young victim of sexual abuse played a role in the attack. Yeah, but he still gave her 10 years. Yeah. Um, which is okay. Uh, no doubt your rage continued to affect your attitude to him. God. Wow, this, yeah. Could you this imagine? This judge went, you know. Captain Obvious over here, you know? Like, she's a she's a yeah. cute girl, and yeah. so she gets out of prison. How old is she, what, in her 20s? She's 35. 35. So she yeah. gets out of prison, she's 45. Mm -hmm. How much older than me? If you met a girl that was in prison mm -hmm. for a little bit, and, she, and you, like, end up, like, hanging out with her, you kind of like her, you met her on Tinder, right. and you're like, so, what were you in prison for? She's like, oh, uh, I stabbed this rapist, you know, 61 times. Yeah. Then dragged her behind my car. Would you continue dating her? Yeah. <laughs> I would. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Builds character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's an interesting girl. Well, it's like, it seems, it's like, oh, okay, that sounds reasonable-ish. Well, that sounds you know? fair. Not totally I nuts. Guess. You know, yeah. so something. Anyway. There People you send your story, cigarettepodcast, gmail.com. Oh, we got some phone calls coming up next. You can call the Sticker on Hotline at 323-522-4032. Before we get to our first call, though, uh, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E, and you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. All right, so we got a few phone calls to get to. Sigaron uh, Hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. The first call hmm. is from a guy. I actually thought this guy died. Yeah. I thought he was someone busted a cap in his ass. That's right. what I thought. 
It's the return of none other than Flint nigger. Okay. Flint nigger. Did you wonder what happened to him? Yeah, I did. I, I, well, I didn't. I mean, when he disappears, he goes to jail, usually. So That, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes more, yeah. I just thought yeah. maybe he had some beef. I know he yeah. had beef with that nigger face. I remember that. Right. He had beef with him. So I was thinking, I don't know, maybe... Mm. Uh, or, uh, who was that one guy? Remember the... Was it the retarded Cub Scout? <laughs> the, the retarded... Um, Scoutmaster. He, did he have... No, he didn't have a problem with him. I thought he hated him. It was some other jackass. It was. It was like or Michigan um, boy. Michigan boy. Misshapen boy. Yeah, misshapen Misha- boy. Whatever happened to that guy? Didn't he say like, "I stopped listening and my life is better. My life is way better now." Didn't he call in and say that? I think you dreamed that. Okay. Yeah, when you weren't masturbating for two I, months. I remember you telling me this, you dick. <laughs> I don't know. You're like, yeah, he called in and he said, you know, I stopped listening and since then my life is so much better. I would have played that on the show. Yeah. Maybe I did. Mm. Anyway, here's Flint nigga. Okay. Hey, what up? Sick and raw. This Flint nigga. What's going on? Just figured I'd give you guys a call. Just got done watching the show. Watching that movie, uh, a Serbian film. You guys seen that shit, man? So, do you hear the intro on the show last week? Yes. And some guy called yeah. me and was like, "Harrison watched Serbian film and thought it was a comedy." Yes, this. Um, one have of you ever seen it? No, I've never seen it. It's a vile film. Yeah. I, I mean, it's yeah, it's good. It is good as far as horror films go, but yeah, it's kind of one of those things. I've seen it once. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, it kind of goes against again. the 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 I the fucking fictional idea people have of me. But I I don't like movies with torture. I have a hard time. I can't do it. I just can't do it. it well, yeah, there is a lot of torture. In it. Do yeah. you ever see Hostel? No, Hostel I, I avoided it because of that reason. See, that's yeah. a good movie. I didn't mind the torture in that. But yeah, I don't like. I'm not mm. too into the torture porn either. Yeah, no, I don't th- like this it. one kind of had a yeah. lot of that because it's all based on a snuff film. Okay, but it, but then they also it's also kind of like an Alice in Wonderland allegory, but just like very dark. Okay, it, it's not it's not a bad it's it's a well done film, but it's it's good to see it once. Okay. I think see it once and you're fine. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine now, okay? <laughs> All right, here we go. Good. Lots of gore, lots of bloody sex, fucking all kinds of shit. That's right up his alley. I was just wondering if you saw it and if... I bet Harrison dug it if he did see it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, you know, I don't know what you're... You just bursted his bubble. I, I did, you know that. I you did. You just let I, that I guy did. down. Yeah. yeah. He thinks you're a mangina. It's good, man. Uh, and I was just wondering, what's uh, what's the sickest thing you ever saw, Harrison? I got it. I got to know. I got to know. I'm sure it's good. Probably, probably some. Why do people think this shit? Like, you know, I don't know. I don't even know how this happened. You know, uh, it's not like I you ever cultivated w- an image. Yeah. But it's like I've never gone to fight in Iraq or something. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like ask those people. They've seen some shit. You know, I had a, a, a friend of mine like um, uh, was there, and like uh, these little kids came by, and they're like, "Man, Mister Mister," and what, they had found a severed arm on the side of the road. And they were carrying it. Yeah, and they're like, wow. "Oh my god!" Because they thought they'd get like candy and return for like, like giving their, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, the appendage, arm. and back. they don't care. It's an arm. They were just like totally numb wow. to yeah 
Man, yeah, that's so, disturbing. Yeah, they see sh- weird shit like that, like happy children yeah, running with a severed arm. That, and people that kind who of have stuff. been to war. Yeah, yeah. I've seen worse ask shit than them. I can even imagine. Don't ask yeah. me. All right. Chick. Just uh, eating up her own vomit while she's taking a fucking double headed dildo right up in that tight little ass. I can only match. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? <laughs> I think he's what? That's, that's what he's surmising you've mm. seen as sick. Yeah. Like a girl taking a double sided dildo in the ass while she's eating, eating her, her own vomit. vomit. Yeah. You know, honestly, uh, Flint Nigga, that is what Harrison's into. I don't mm. know if you've seen his porn collection, but. <laughs> uh, I mean, not that in particular, but hey, I got a lot of, you know. You like the vomit porn? No, I don't. But I have some weird stuff. You just get some weird stuff sometimes, you know? I would know yeah. nothing of that. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they will edit stuff to keep take things out I don't like, you know? Do you really yeah. go through it? You pull it's out? Happened. It's happened, yeah. I mean, I don't... Yeah. I'll just re-encode it and then, you know, set different start and end time. I'm not going to go and actually edit movie so you take out the scat scenes yeah i take out stuff that weird stuff that shows up you know yeah. oh man so yeah the fake murder you know i take that out you know, like if the that films no. or any of that nope i just just was wondering man i haven't given you guys calling one off one out shit shit sounds good on the show though i'm like i'm sorry where's this guy ben I'm, he, yeah, I'm wondering okay, that myself. Yeah. It sounds like he's smoking yeah. a blunt or something. Yeah. Fucking join that shit, man. <clears throat> Been locked up. Was locked up for a little bit. Okay, there you go. Sure. There you go. Got my shit back together. Back on the horse. Uh, keep it sick. Keep it wrong. And shit, I ain't, I ain't heard nigga face for a long time. Whatever happened? What? That's a good question. What happened to nigga face? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting. I actually got them confused in my mind. Well, they're two completely different. I people. know, but I haven't. We haven't heard from either one of them. I got them mixed no, up. No, in a long time. I totally got them mixed up. I'm actually surprised that this happened. I'd be willing to wager that yeah. nigga face is probably still locked up. Yeah, he's probably still locked yeah. up. I should call him. Um, well, he probably doesn't have a phone. Yeah, he probably. Well, he might. Yeah. Maybe probably. you never know. Yeah. He probably shoved um, one out there and smuggled into prison. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know, uh, Flint nigga, I I was wondering mm. what happened to you. What what did you yeah. get locked up for? I'd like to know. And what how happened? long were you gone? Like how long were you away for? That's what's, what I want to know. Let's see. Hold on. I do. Either way, he can suck my dick. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Mm. Peace. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did you just say either way? Yeah. Nigga facing suck his dick. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, the beef is back on apparently. The beef is back, baby. It never really ended. There was no, no yeah, there was no resolution no. there. Yeah, correct. Wow. So, um, I don't know. What's the fucking sickest thing you've ever seen? You know? God, I don't even know. I mean, yeah, obviously I've never seen any wartime atrocities, so yeah. that's out of the picture. Uh, you know, one of the one of the sickest things I've ever seen. Yeah. I do remember this. I remember this because I was a kid. Yeah. And when you see things as a kid, you still remember. This is kind of crazy. I was... Uh, on a field trip, I was in South Africa. It was on a field trip, and we were going wherever we were going to. I forget where it was, but we were on the on a bus, and we're driving, and all of a sudden, you you heard these people screaming. Yeah, and uh, 
like everyone ran over to the side to see what it was and the teacher was trying to get everyone to sit down and apparently this woman got didn't have her seatbelt on and got rear-ended by this truck but mm. I mean hard like this truck ran into her yeah and she she smashed through the windshield but her head was stuck in the windshield but her body was uh back in the chair so Oof. she had become like completely decapitated yeah and uh her two twin daughters were on that bus Wow! What yeah. on the bus you were on? On the bus I was on. They were in part. They were in my class. That's crazy. Yeah, and I wow. remember like they started freaking out, screaming, yeah. and uh, we were like trying to get around, but the traffic was so bad because the cops had blocked mm. off the street, and so we're just stuck there, mm. looking at her mom's severed head in the windshield. And I remember as a kid just being like, "I'm gonna talk about this in a podcast mm. <laughs> when I'm 43 years old." Yeah. <laughs> with this drug addict that's my co-host yeah yeah no i was looking at that and just being like i remember i was just kind of in shock and then afterwards yeah like we all like there was no field trip we just went back to school and then we had to like sit with the counselor and like talk about what you saw and how you feel about it and your parents had to come so my parents were with me and we had to talk about what we saw how we felt about it Mm -hmm. and i was just like i wasn't like yeah that was rad i was like i don't know I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, what, what do you want me to say? I don't, I don't know how That's I That's a lesson. I don't know what the lesson is, but there's a lesson. Yeah, there. but I mean, yeah. I don't know. I wonder what happened to those two girls. Yeah. God. Yeah, I just remember, I've seen some pretty sick shit yeah. in my time, but that was one thing that always stood out to me because yeah. I was young. It's probably one of the first times I've ever really seen, like, blood that didn't belong to me. Mm. You know, like, someone else's blood. And yeah, that was pretty shocking. God damn. Yeah. It was pretty gnarly. How about you? You know, I I literally I thought of it, and then your story, like, fucking the trumpet. Yeah, you. St- <laughs> no, it didn't trumpet. It it actually just made me forget it. I hate when that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like I was, t- I totally like thought of something, and um, I mean, I, I don't remember like tenderloin. Anymore. I saw a lot of gross shit involving feces. Yeah. I imagine yeah. it's pretty sick. Hmm. I don't know. Bob Madigan lighting his pubic hair on fire. That was pretty sick. Right. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, when he's saying sick shit, mm-hmm. is he talking about grotesque, violent shit like that? Or is he talking about like sick, like that's some crazy sick, sick shit you got going on? Yeah. Because I'm sure you've done some of that. Sure. I mean, I've done some of that. I mean, I, I you know, I've seen a bunch of people die, you know? Oh, dead um, bodies, yeah. Yeah, and... and um, the one I thought, the one I thought of was somebody dying in some weird way that I that I cannot remember now. I it literally fell off just, a building or something. Mm, um, I remember in the Tenderloin, yeah. like at the where the old Sick and Wrong studio in the Tenderloin, Wackerly left. Yeah, and then maybe like I don't know, ten minutes after he left, we just heard boom, 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 boom. Yeah, like we went outside and there was just a dude just laying in the street, just bleeding yeah. out. Probably the sickest thing I've ever seen is like like the suicide stuff on the subways you know oh, wow yeah like seeing a guy jump in front of a train that we, we talked about that, that just looks like you're like it, it it's almost like you're ha- it's almost like you're in a scene in a movie where like the character you're the character and the character's having like crazy hallucinations of like fucked well, up seems you know? yeah, yeah it's it's like because it's just like a guy just kind of hops off the edges like as the train comes you know Almost like just like just kind of hops up a little bit and jumps into the do, you know. Do they just get dragged? There's no like body just exploding. Well, they hit the the train hits them and then they get pulled onto the train. 
you know? Oh, okay, and they get pulled under. Yeah. And I remember, like, at one point, like, the train was like, oh, there's a sick passenger. Whenever the sick passenger is usually a suicide. And um, they were like, you know, we were stuck in the tunnel, and there were guys with, like, flashlights and stuff. And they were picking up the body parts. Ooh. Yeah. Ugh. There was a head. There was some shit, you know? Yeah. It was like... Yeah, that's not right. And I'm like, yeah, I, this, okay. He's really sick. That passenger's really, really sick, you know? Um, so that kind of stuff, yeah, I mean, that's not even that bad, but it's like, it's this, this is something unsettling about the way the movement of the jump. It's, it's, it's very strange. It's just a very strange yeah. thing to see. Yeah, I'd imagine um, like you, it's spooky, like slow it's spooky. motion. Yeah, it's, it's real spooky. Time just slows. So, wow. Gnarly. Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks, Flint nigger, for making me think Flint. about that. Oh, yeah, Great. walk down memory lane. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just relive that trauma. Thank Come you, on, Flint man. Nigger. What's the sickest thing you've seen? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Yeah, I mean, he's in Flint. He's got a season yeah, fucked up. Flint, shit, yeah, in you Flint. Know? Yeah, just living in Flint. Yeah, I'd say the probably turning on the tap. Yeah, that's probably the sickest thing you've ever seen. Looking at that water. Anyway, um, yeah. Why were you at lockup? Want to hear about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, next call we have here is uh, hopefully a little more. I don't know positive i suppose yeah <laughs> a little more uplifting uh we have pearl good old pearl okay hey daddy this is pearl uh last time i called in i can't believe there are two pearls isn't that weird that listen to the show yeah it's a weird coincidence so weird yeah. yeah you guys were confused if there were two pearls there are not i have uh, in fact the same person in the sleepy what what Wait a See, second. that's what I thought, but you you were like, no, you need two different people. I thought there was another Pearl. If you I'm think confused. about it, no, I don't think there's another Pearl. I th- wasn't there another I girl there was that this, called in that you it said was like, it, the same it, girl? You somehow managed to convince me, because I, I first thought otherwise, that there are two call, female callers named Pearl who sound very, very similar to each other, but they're two different people. Wait, so did we play both calls from the same girl? Yes. God, we need a producer. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Call as the other calls. I was just tired and not horny enough to call you daddy. So, <laughs> oh, that's what threw us off. Yep. Uh, Vegas thing. I did go to Vegas with my dad for an Eve convention. I actually got back in on Monday. Today's Wednesday. And a couple of cool things happened. For once, I uh, was actually in a limo for the first time with a bunch of, you know, people twice my age Vegas that limo. were heavily drinking and I had three like really hard rum and cokes in under 20 minutes and that and then like stumbled out of the limo on in the middle of the Vegas strip that was god rum and coke that's like the drink I first got sick off of you know would you be coke? concerned about some okay. barfing going on here with a uh, tw- recently turned 21 year old drinking three rum and cokes under 20 minutes would I be concerned? Yeah, what? I would. If I, was, I would just be yeah. worried that I was going to get barfed on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, that, that, that's such a sugary drink. No yeah. wonder you get sick off of that. Great. So, I also made some, I guess you could call it drunken mistakes, but whatever. I got a tattoo while I was in Vegas. That's Maybe a good idea. not the smartest choice on my behalf, but hey, you got to have some regrets in life, right? I got a tattoo on my right forearm, like my inner forearm, because I'm a major nerd of the Paragon and Renegade symbols from Mass Effect, because I'm an absolute nerd, and I have nothing else better to do than waste my skin on nerds. 
That's bizarre. It's a video game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what does it look like? It's I don't even remember. I mean, I played I don't know three of those games. I don't remember what the fuck. It's like the thing that it's one of those games where you like make choices, and you know if you choose like the good choice, then you're a paragon and you get better and better. And then if you choose the bad thing, you become like a villain kind of. Oh. Huh. And I guess you get like a you know points towards each symbol. So what? So what's worse? A band logo or a video game symbol as a tattoo? Like the Pink Floyd prism or like Sonic the Hedgehog? I feel like a band is worse, you know? Yeah. I remember one of the Scottish uh, fans, was it his brother? Uh, Steven, uh, yeah, his brother had like a fucking crazy Pokemon tattoo <laughs> and it was big I mean it was a good as far as tattoos go it was, it was a good Pokemon tattoo but it was a you know a Pokemon a, tattoo it was a Pokemon tattoo yeah. so yeah. they yeah so uh huh shit um and I've also learned while I was in Vegas the type of men I have I'm not a big fan of the uh, Mass Effect I gotta say I mean she's about to say fucking guy so I don't, I don't know why I'm thinking about Mass Effect uh, again but okay <laughs> I'll shut up apparently attract so this is the third time that this has happened twice on my college campus and now once in Vegas I was chatting up some guy we were getting along really well and then through the conversation the first conversation mind you I learned that they are a divorcee with a child under the age of 10 I'm 21 years old I'm not about to become some fucking snotty, not nosed brat stepmom. So, <laughs> this guy was a shut in. I let him take a picture with me because I'm hot and I wanted him to, like, show me off to his friends so I can get some sort of confidence boost from it. But I didn't give him my number. I had him give him uh, his number to me. And I deleted the number five minutes after the conversation. Damn, that's harsh. So yeah, no, no stepmommy pearl. I'm not into that shit. That's a weird type of porn. I don't want. Did she meet anyone under forty? Yeah, I was about trip? to say. It well, sounds like. Yeah, but this yeah. guy, this guy's got a kid under ten. He's probably yeah. in Vegas. He's probably under thirty. Oh, okay. He's probably like thirty-two. Yeah. You know, and he sees some hot twenty-one-year-old. But why would you? Why would he say I have a kid? It's the last thing I would say. Yeah. Although, I imagine some women would be into it. I would yeah. be like, you know, broadcasting that. Right. I'd just be like, you're in Vegas. Go shag a hot young 21-year-old that's drunk. Don't be like, oh, I have a kid, by the way. Yeah. Touch. Anyway, keep it thick. Keep it wrong. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Wow. So, so while she was talking, I actually was like curious. And uh, I, so I was like, huh, I wonder if she... I wonder if people dress up at an Eve Online convention. Yeah, I was wondering I about wonder that. if she dressed up. And uh, the, the, whatever this fucking cosplay is looks pretty boring oh, for Eve it's Online. it's not even sexy cosplay. No, it's like very like practical. Like, this is what a, a trade minister wears in the, of the, this galaxy. It's God, like, that, oh, man. The game just sounds so boring. Yeah. Yeah, I would pass on that. Uh, well, it sounds like you had a good 21st there. Yeah. I'm, su I'm surprised. Uh, so what, did, what did you guys do in the limo? That's what I want to know. Did you guys go to different clubs or just drive around and drink? Yeah. I, gotta, I don't yeah, know. You, have you ever done a Vegas limo? No. I've done it a couple times. Mm. Yeah. Something I don't really want to do again, but <laughs> I kind of don't like limos I don't think anyway. I'm ever going to go back to Las Vegas. I can't, unless there's like some reason I need to go to attend something. I, I'm, you know, 
I, the last time I went there, I had the, it was the worst. I enjoy Vegas. I had the worst time ever. Yeah, you yeah. you had a bad experience. Oof. I enjoy Vegas. I like going there because you can kind of like I don't know gaze upon the dispossessed. Uh-huh. You know, just kind of you just sort of wade through the shallow end of the gene pool and get wasted for cheap on casino booze. I have a good time there. But yeah, the only time I ever go to Vegas is usually for an event, usually, like a cool but, show. I, yeah, but usually end up spending money. You know, like or you spend uh, a lot of money. Expensive, you know. Even even if you go off season, you're going to yeah. be spending probably eight hundred dollars. Mm. Like it's not cheap. Vegas, yeah. Vegas and is it never cheap. Sucks, you know, downtown Vegas is like kind of interesting. I, I that's where there. so that's where I go. Yeah, like if I'm if I'm gonna stay in Vegas, mm. I'm gonna stay at one of those shitty casinos downtown. Okay, where, Golden Nugget's actually not even a shitty casino, yeah. but it's. The downtown Vegas is so yeah. much cooler than the Strip. Yeah. It's all the derelicts there. Yeah. I, got, I, had, I think I posted to my Instagram page, but there was a, or the Facebook page or something. There, I saw this guy. He didn't even have like fully formed arms. They were like yeah. little squid arms, but yet he was still jamming on this like tin can yeah. thing. And it was great. I mean, it was, was kind of, yeah. I mean, downtown Las Vegas had some cool stuff. Was it worth driving four and a half hours? No. But it was kind of cool. Yeah, you probably know? not. So yeah, Vegas is a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, getting tattooed in Vegas, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, unless you know someone there. But uh, Pearl is brave and she's a little wild. Yep. And she does sound. Does she have a hot voice? She does. She sounds hot. She does. Yeah. Although I, I think uh, that guy should just like not mention anything about that kid. Right. So if that guy's a listener, which I doubt, but if he is. Don't fucking bring up your kid while you're hitting on a girl. Yeah. Talk about a buzzkill. Well, sometimes you just need stuff to talk about, you know, and you just... I suppose. I think a lot of guys anything, think, like, you know? they're going to, like, awaken the maternal instinct and impress the women yeah. by telling about the kid. But, in, in fact, most of them are like, ugh, it's not my genes. Yeah. I don't want to take care of that. Um, Final call here. This is great. This is a good call. I've been yeah. saving this one. Good old Schlitzie. Aha. Uh-huh. Number one fan. All right. I would say the mascot of Sick and Wrong. Yes. Schlitzie. He mm-hmm. calls in with like, I guess a story about his, how, I don't know, the origin of his sexual identity. Okay. Yeah, this is Freudian. This is deep. All right. This, this is mm-hmm. deep. What up? It's your boy. You know who it is. Um, so, uh, this is the longest. Your boy, Ethan Couch. <laughs> Yeah, boy. I've been sober in 19 years, um, and like all these weird, fucked up, fucking memories are starting to come back. So I'm sick this weekend, laying in bed. I got- if there's one thing you can trust, it's recovered memories from a drug addict. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's those, very, those sound yeah. very reliable. Uh-huh. Yep. Just uh, you know, With the stomach flu. Um, lay in bed and for some reason this fucking random memory pops into my mind um when i was a kid um one of uh um you know porn wasn't around you know we used a fucking um you know uh scramble cable and uh you know did you ever do that no you shut up you've never jacked off the scramble cable nope I never, like, I saw that it happened on TV. I've never been able to, I never got that in my thing, yeah. Wow, no, no we, I remember, no. like, as a kid, because you remember, like, back then, in 90s or whatever, mid early 90s, okay. you would have, like, the free weekend of Skinamax. Okay. Or the free weekend of Showtime or whatever, and there'd always be, like, Emmanuel in the desert. I remember Or Emmanuel. Black Emmanuel. Yeah, or yeah. Lady Shatterly, or whatever, yeah. and it's like, yeah. you'd see those, but then... 
when you don't have that for my Justine, would, remember yeah, Justine? Yeah, that was another yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. My parents would never pay for right. Skin and Max or any of those. And so when they didn't have it, like the following week, you'd be horny, you sit there, and I don't have any porn. Mm-hmm. It's like you turn it on, and like you could watch and maybe make out one tit or mm. like some hair pie. <laughs> it's just like you sit there and watch it, and like that was enough. That's all it took. Yeah. It wouldn't work now, but when you're fucking 12, it works. Well, that's why there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, men around our age out there who can only get aroused by nightmare static people. It's the only thing that turns <laughs> them on. Picasso painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know how fucking old I am, but I'm pretty goddamn young. It was uh, after I was raped um, as a kid. So, like, I was Did you say raped. Yeah. After he was raped as a kid. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, this might have fucked up my sexuality a little bit. But the but raping I remember... or, the, <laughs> or the jacking off He's the always, skin of Yeah, I don't, whenever he tells a story, he always like alludes to a more powerful story before it or something. But does, it, he, Yeah, I know, does but it doesn't it go into detail yeah. about the powerful story. It's weird. It's All very right. strange. Okay. For, um, by the way, uh, the guy that raped me um, fucking groomed me by playing porn at his house. It was one of my friend's fathers, and he would play porn with us. He did it for a while, and then, you know, he ended up raping me. Um, Weird side note, um, I didn't know penetration was rape to a kid. So uh, one night in a a halfway house. Penetration is rape to everyone. (laughs) I was about to say, what did you think it was? Well, I mean, I I think he thinks, because I... I kind of know what he's talking about, but I, I always thought it was the opposite. Like when, whenever they talked about like, oh, child molestation and children you being molested. When I was a kid, I thought it was just like touching. Yeah, like diddling. I thought, and then and then I realized it was actually just a, you know, use all term for everything. So people would be like, yeah, but I, I was molested when it actually means they were sodomized. You know. Yeah, I and, always thought it's like if you're sodomized yeah. or raped, you're yeah. also molested because yeah. it probably started with a little bit of diddling, and next thing yeah. you know. You got a dick in your ass. Well, yeah, because when people say we're molesting, I'm like, well, that doesn't sound that bad, you know? Like, it sucks, but it's like, it's not the worst thing in the world. Like, I didn't know it was like pretty much a euphemism for, for sodomy. sodomy or yeah, whatever. for sodomy. Yeah. So. What, what is interesting about yeah. this is how he would like watch porn with us. So the mm-hmm. guy's kid and Schlitzy would be sitting there watching porn with his, with his dad. Yeah. That's weird. Even at that young age, yeah. I would have been like, there's something strange about this. I think I'm going to go home. Yeah, would have yeah. And also probably like, I don't know. My mom might have been like, "Oh, who's your friend's father? What, you know, what's up there? What's going on?" Would you have told I meet her? the would guy? You have been like, "Oh, yeah, he's playing porn for us, mom." I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. I would have told yeah. my mom for sure. I would have left probably, you know. Yeah, I would no. I probably no wouldn't have told my stayed. mom because it whatever the result of that would be would be annoying. So I probably wouldn't have told my mom. I probably just would have been like, you know what? I'm not going over well, I, Steve's house anymore. I would have just been like, this is weird. I'm going to go home now. Yeah. I'm not going to watch porn with you and your dad, you fucking weirdos. No. Where Schlitzy's like, this sounds fun. And I don't know how old he is at this point. He's a kid. You know, he's a kid. So I'm thinking yeah. 16. No, I don't think so. Oh, is he younger? Yeah. All right. I would have. All right. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um, we're watching this movie and we had this one tech uh, who was just made rape jokes all the time and he made this molestation joke and one of the guys in the room was like yeah. is that rehab yeah I was about to say a halfway house yeah 
You don't want Usually to be making the, rape jokes. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make any sense because like half the people there have been raped. <laughs> probably been raped. Exactly. So it's not it's not the great opportunity for your fucking edgelord rape jokes. Yeah, it's you know, to, to say, try it's out like, your material. Like the, you know, the worst it's audience not, for yeah. that kind of material. It's not really. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that's fucked up. Somebody here might have been molested. I go, I put my hand up and I go, I was molested, and that was a funny fucking joke. And the guy, the guy comes up to me like two, three days later, and he's like, Yo, dude you know did that bother you that i made that joke i said no dude the only thing keeping me alive right now is laughing so it was fine and he goes so um was there penetration when that happened and i go yeah and he goes dude i hate to break it to you but you were raped and i was and for some reason i thought uh the you know raping a kid was molestation i don't know why and that like fucked me up for like a couple days what the fuck kind of logic is that, honestly? <laughs> well, may, I mean, maybe That's he like, was young, yeah, little yeah, kid okay. logic or something, yeah. but... Oh, wait, he He's found this adult. out later. Yeah, yeah, later. Point. He just found this out, like, last year. They're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. What the it's fuck like you is got wrong molested with you? And you got, and yeah, you, yeah, you probably got raped I mean, as well. I, I talked to this guy, so I do know a lot of the things that are wrong with him, but what is wrong with you? However, you know? if you think about this, though, there's a term pederast and a term pedophile. Right. Is a pedophile a pederast? What's pederast mean? Pederast is like someone who's actually achieved sodomy with a kid. Um, Whereas a pedophile could be someone who just diddled. So I think a pedophile Mm. doesn't necessarily have to be a pederast, but a Mm. pederast is also a pedophile. Well, you know, one thing I will say is that the, you know, the British often have it wrong with their pronunciations, i.e. aluminium, but... (laughs) They are correct in the pedophile thing. Oh, they know a lot the about P-A-E pedophiles. Yeah. Because that's yeah. how you should pronounce it with the A-E thing. Yeah. Because a pedophile really technically would just be someone who loves walking. You know? Yeah. That's actually <laughs> what that is. So you know me, guys. I love to walk. What why what are you what are you doing? No, don't hit me. You know I'm a pedophile. Yeah, I'm I a like pedophile. to hang out with other pedophiles pedo- at the mall. No, you're mixing them up. <laughs> or a pedophile, pedophile. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's pretty fucking fun. <laughs> Guys, it's a walkathon, all right? I'm just a pedophile at a walkathon. With a bunch of other pedophiles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to the sword. Um, so, preface that with this is why my sexuality at that young age might have been fucked up. So, this sounds like a, um, you know, the voiceover from the Wonder Years or something. <laughs> This is like Fred Savage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Explaining like why you want like to rape penguins or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, scramble porn isn't doing it for me. I'm whittling my diddle, and uh, you know nothing's really happening. I'm popping bones every once in a while, but for some reason I want to step it up. So my mom used to shower in the downstairs uh, bath. Oh shit! Jesus Christ! I'll try a little help from my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. And by the way, I was a little too afraid to call this in because I was quite embarrassed. But um, I've told you guys some horribly embarrassing stories. I'm like, why the fuck would I stop now? So it's not going where you think it's going to be. Um, My mom used to shower in the downstairs bathroom and she would leave her bra on the uh, uh, doorknob. For some reason, I don't know why, I get into my mind that I steal her bra while she's showering and I start rubbing it up on my junk. And uh, it didn't turn into some weird sexual fantasy with my mom. That's gross. Not not at all. But for some reason... That was part one. I told told you this is Freudian. Yeah, yeah. 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 So 
so, but for some reason, this is like doing it for me. Although technically, pretty much anything related to sex is Freudian. So, Edmus yeah. Rex. Yeah. yeah. You know, again, like I think back and like I wasn't popping loads back then. You know, I was just getting a boner and it was feeling good. But popping I would loads. like rub my dick with my mom's bra, and I did it so much and forgot one day to put it back that my mom was like freaking out. She was like, "Who took my bra? Who took my bra?" Super embarrassing. Um, again, didn't turn into some sexual thing with my mom. Fast forward to about last year, I get kicked out of a halfway house and I'm living in this, uh, rent, I'm renting a room in a place. And, uh, I have this, uh, 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 girl that was, uh, I was pretty sure she was a prostitute. Um, but, uh, she was homeless. So I let her move in with me. It wasn't sexual at all. I wasn't trying to bang on her cause she was a, a prostitute. I did end up banging on her, um, but that's because we got really high on dope one night, and, and uh, I limp-dicked my way through uh, an embarrassing situation. And um, huh. hmm. okay, yeah, yeah. I I mean I have met people who do that. I have met people who like do heroin and fuck and have sex. Well, yeah. I've heard like uh, when you're well personal experience yeah. when you're on heroin, it's hard to it's hard to come. Yeah. It's like hard to finish. Yeah, you can so you have can, it, but you can't finish. If you can, yeah. I mean, I've, like, I'm sure if I, like, really put an effort, I could probably get into it, but I just don't, I am just have zero interest. Yeah. Zero fucking interest. That's kind of like that's kind the, of the appeal opposite of it. thing from my mind at the time. Like, it's like, yeah. I'd rather just kind of just enjoy the high and then, but coming down, I've had sex. You know, but it's been very difficult to finish. I mean, you know, heroin is essentially a manufactured MGTOW red pill, you know, <laughs> uh, in a lot of ways, I guess. It is. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I start getting passive aggressive, angry at this chick. Um, so I get this idea where I'm just going to start busting loads on her bras. Um and that's what I start doing because, like, I'm angry at her for, like, going out and not telling me when she's coming back. Like, it was a weird situation. Like I said, one night we, I limped it um, and I uh, couldn't, you know, I got it up and it went dead and finger banged her and that was it. Um, but uh, I, I'm angry at her because she's, like, going out and she's not. We started sharing the dope. She, the, the situation was she was going to go out and do whatever she was doing come back and give me a bat she ends up start only giving me the wash um a couple mm. times so for wait a second there's a term there's some jargon some junky jargon going on there i'm pretty sure the wash is she went out and did a bunch of you know several shots of dope and um uh she gave him her used spoon because oh, there's like and, and residue that's it, on just some residue i on think it. i you know i i mean I'm assuming. Hmm. I don't. I, I've never heard that term specifically. So, so his revenge is to go ejaculate on all of her bras. Yeah. Wow. God, that that sucks too because it's like you're a junkie. You're yeah. already kind of you know not inclined to go do your yeah. laundry all the time. I bet you she just wore them. Hmm. I used to being covered in cum. For some reason, I start busting loads on her bras. Um, the worst yeah, house guest ever. My Keep it rolling. <laughs> so, my question is Did your mom have a bunch of cummy bras? Like, I would have been fucking furious if it I sounds, was his mom. It sounded like he only did it once. He said he would write, he, his mom was like, Where's my bra? Yeah, it was that one time. His mom said, Where's my bra? I don't know. It sounds like it was one time. That's what it sounded like to me. 
At that point, it's not like that one time was a huge hassle because his mom was asking about shit, so he probably didn't do it again. Is so is what, he saying is the whole impression. the whole reason he started jacking off on bras is because he got raped by a dude when he was a kid? There's scrambled porn. I don't know. I don't actually yeah, know where the, the guy getting raped. There's the no correlation to the rape. To to the rape recovering and the jacking off on bras and the 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 guy at the halfway house saying. Or making rape jokes. Yeah. And well, he found out... He thought it's he not was, related at all. It yeah, is not I, related <laughs> at fucking all. Okay? It's just such a tangential thing. Yeah. An interesting tangent. Don't get right. me wrong. Yeah. But I just don't understand how it's related. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I don't get it. No, anyway. man, is, no man is safe. Um, do you still yeah. jack off on bras? You know what I will say? And this is... Yeah. While, while he's admitting embarrassing things... <laughs> <laughs> I I I I can think of at least twice in my life where I had a breakup that was like wasn't like somebody I was like desperately in love with, but I was bummed about it or whatever. And um, sometimes, uh, you know, when a couple parts ways, uh, one person in the couple might leave some clothes at the other person's house. You know, yeah, that makes sense. That makes and you uh, jacked off on the clothes. Yes. Did you give it back? No. So you just kept it. So uh, it was yeah. kind of like a symbolic thing. Yeah, it's like a animalistic thing. Yeah, almost, it's almost you know? like a like yeah. it's like marking your territory. Yeah, it's weird. That is kind of actually. Odd. I think one time I did have to give it back, but I did wash it first. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a savage, you know. I'm kind of a savage, but I'm not like a total savage. At the risk, of I'm Fred the, Savage. At the risk of having kind of a long episode, what was kind of funny is yeah. uh, one of my favorite Wackerly stories of all time. Mm. And uh, I know the people on the the longtime listeners are very familiar with this story. I don't know if you've ever heard it. It's hilarious. It was when he first moved to San Francisco. It was like probably 2003 or something. He lived in North Beach with a girl who's pretty attractive and this French guy. And uh, I don't know, didn't know either one of them. He found him on Craigslist and he lived there for a bit. And so uh, one time he was like, he told me this. He's like, dude, the weirdest thing happened. I was like, what? So the landlord who owned the place lived in Paris. Hmm. And so I think she knew the French guy and the other, the blonde girl was the master tenant. And so one time Lance came home and uh, the landlord was there, the landlady and the blonde lady and the blonde girl and the, and the, the other guy was in the bathroom or in the, that was, was in the living room. The, so all three of them were just in the living room and they're like, Hey, Lance, can you come over and chat with us for a bit? And he was like, Okay. And so he sat down, I'm like, he just got home from work. He's like, what's going on? And so he sits down and she pulls out her sweater and she was just like, did you do this? And someone had masturbated mm. and came all over her sweater and left a rose on it. And they, <laughs> she thought it was Lance that did it. For a second, I thought this was going to veer into Three's Company fan fiction territory, but <laughs> this is interesting too. It's, it's, yeah. it's interesting. And so yeah. he was like, no. <laughs> why, yeah. why would I do that? Yeah. She was just like, well, then who else did it? Yeah. And he was like, not me. Yeah. And she's like, well, there's only two men in the house. Mm. And he's like, maybe Pierre did it. I mm. never did this. Mm. And so then he was like, I didn't do it. And so they were just both kind of waiting for one of the guys to confess whoever jacked off on this girl's An American sweater. might jerk off on your clothes, but he ain't going to leave a rose. You know? <laughs> and a rose on, exactly. Yeah. And that rhymes. And so Lance was like, all right, this is ridiculous and I don't appreciate being accused mm. and I'm not going to admit to something I didn't do. So I'm mm. going to go to my room, like whatever. And so 
maybe like I don't know an hour later the landlady came into his room with the girl and uh, they're like we're sorry we had to do that to you hmm. she's like what do you mean apparently the girl had been having a, a sexual relationship with that French guy for hmm. like a few months they broke up and I guess it was the French guy was upset about it and he got her sweater and he jacked off in her sweater and wouldn't admit it so they thought that by having everyone in the room and asking them that the guy would feel bad and like admit to it that's retarded. Yeah, that it was plan a, is retarded. <laughs> he moved out like retundo, maybe two months whatever. later, but yeah. I thought it was the funniest thing. Wow, that's yeah. weird. She had this sweater she liked to sleep in, yeah. and obviously yeah. this guy knew about it. And she <laughs> did he get pissed at them? Oh, he was he yeah. was livid. He moved out I'd be like, like a month later. Yeah, I'd be like, you ruined my whole day. <laughs> like you literally, that would ruin my whole day. That would well, ruin my whole fucking he day. Just, he just yeah. got home from work. He yeah. was like about to have a beer. That's and then fucking, they were like, would you come in the living yeah. room? And he was like, what the fuck? Yeah. He was so mad about yeah. it. I, I thought that was the funniest story. <laughs> yeah. What American is going to fucking leave a rose? Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah, we're not romantic. Yeah. Wow. Well, Schlitzy, yeah, that explains a lot, that story. Although, does leave a few questions. It leaves a lot of questions. Yeah. There's a lot of questions. <laughs> like, how did you getting raped even factor into this? Yeah. What I want to know is how many times do you think he got raped? And then also... I feel like he's alluded to... He's told us about two times. I feel like he's alluded to other times as well. Do you think he was a bit of a cock tease back then? What, when he was nine? <laughs> <laughs> how else do you think he got heroin at such a young age? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I, okay, so let's see. We need some details here. Was it like sodomy? Was it just oral? Like, what were we talking about here? I want to get some details. <laughs> I don't. I, I, you know, I really don't. I'm fine well, with what I, I know. Can, I can't put together yeah. a realistic image of this story without getting some details. I, why do you need an image of that story? <laughs> because you it know? doesn't make sense. I mean, do you want to go sit with, you know, a, an older man in a wood paneled basement and watch fucking, you know... Wait, what's Emmanuel Dallas? Emmanuel goes to Morocco or whatever the fuck. Yeah, wasn't Come there on. a Emmanuel in the desert or yeah, something in Morocco yeah. or something like that? Gets anyway, sex slave in a harem or something. Explains you know? a lot there, yeah. Schlitzy. God. Yeah, I want to watch Belle de Jour with some <laughs> slobbering fucking cretin who's gonna don't, don't who's gonna finger my out. holes, you know? But yeah, let's 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 evoke this image. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> People, uh, call the cigar hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. Um, if you want to keep this show going, seriously, if you want to keep this show going, become a sick and wrong patron. I started putting more comics up there. Um, I do with you know doing it with the equipment that we bought from the fucking Patreon money. Uh, See, that's I the have, thing. That's I have, we have a second using... studio in my house. Yeah, we got I'm... a second studio, backup studio. You got a new show with a hung young terrorist. Yeah, I do a YouTube show with her, and then I'm also gonna uh, put. I think turn the videos into audio only versions so you can get them in your RSS feed on your device See, in that's the Patreon the thing. we're not just buying yeah. bras to jack off on yeah, with that money right. that's, <laughs> that's not what we're doing I know a lot of people think we are but we're not we're actually uh, using that money constructively not to mention this weekend recording a fistful of steel it's going to come out just for Patreon yeah. so we got a lot going on on Patreon go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong and uh, subscribe today, and uh, you're going to actually help out the show, and you get some uh, free content. Uh, finally here, Sing Wrong Song of the Week. 
I've been like on this like total uh, kick on this band here. Um, you know how you get like that every now and then? You'll like hear a song and be like, I like this band. I forgot about this band. Yes. Uh, the Wipers. You ever get into them? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of uh, what, 70s punk. Very influential though. Mm. Influenced uh, Kurt Cobain. Um, influenced a lot of musicians. A lot of the uh, that Seattle sound. Uh, but they were like, uh, I don't know, punk band circa late 70s. Um, the song we're going to play here is called Over the Edge. And it's from their album, Over the Edge. They were also a big influence on Gloria Stefan's Miami Sound Machine. <laughs> they certainly were, yeah. yeah. Without the Wipers, that band never would have existed. Mm-hmm. Um, this is off their third album, Over the Edge. Uh, Portland, Oregon-based punk rock band, The Wipers. This came out in 83. Good band, you should check them out. Uh, people are back next week with uh, episode 560. Or wait, 660. Shit, 660. Yeah, 660. We'll be back next week with episode 660. Until then, take a sleazy. Yeah.
gentlemen, although I cannot reveal my identity, I am also under the iron rule of a woman. Here's $10 for your cause. Your friend, B. Clinton. P.S. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell H. Not her real name. 